Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We're brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. Uh, We'll start off the show kind of with what we ended it because we weren't 100% sure where people were going yesterday, but we did head out to Martinsburg High School for their 3 o'clock It'd be their third round of college athletes, student athletes signing to better their self at the next level. And uh, three guys signed. One, as Colin said, the worst kept secret in Martinsburg as Ezra Bajan. I thought you didn't like me saying that. Now you're using it. I didn't say that. You Just the way it sounded on your clip sounded kind of awkward. Okay. Um, Ezra Bajan will follow in his brother's footsteps and go to Shepard. Zion Grantham will take a preferred walk-on offer to Shepard and be with his cousin, Dwayne Grantham, who also attended Martinsburg High School. And then uh, Zavion Kendall will go to Bonville Football Academy in Orlando, Florida for prep school. As He was injured for a good part of last year, so it's happy to see that he's getting the opportunity to play at the next level and prove himself to get a potentially a scholarship to an institution. Yeah, yeah. congrats. Go ahead, Kyle. Congrats to all three guys uh, getting to pursue their dreams and for Zion as well as Ezra to both choose Shepard. It's just more local guys that we know are very talented players that get to stay local and help retool this Shepard University team that has been great over the past decade, if not longer. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see these guys continue to grow locally and better their careers. And then for Xavion Kendall, just as you said, Spencer, a guy that was injured for a majority of this season, and he didn't think that because of that he was going to get to play at the next level, and now he has another chance to get to a college football program. Right now he's only going to an academy to help uh, just kind of build his game and his resume to get looks from there but nonetheless great for him because uh for those that haven't seen it yet he can do so on youtube the interviews then the signings from yesterday uh he said that it's been his childhood dream to go play football in florida and now he gets to do so in orlando yeah and uh kendall is definitely a talented guy so if he's able to stay healthy and have a good year uh playing prep football um then i think he'll definitely get some sort of offer to play probably at division two or division three, which will be really good to see. And uh, just more guys from the area continuing to have opportunities to play locally at Shepard. And we know uh, Ezra Bajan coming in, the expectations will be very high. Uh, But again, you know, it's going to be tough for him to earn that starting job uh, because we know Seth Morgan's coming in with division one experience you have Christian Entrenson on the roster, who obviously is very familiar with the the offense and the team. So, um, you know, it should be interesting to see how Shepard operates a quarterback. And then for Grantham, um, a kid that just worked really hard because a year ago he probably wouldn't have gotten this opportunity. But due to some of those injuries, 
that they had at the running back's position, he was able to show what he could do on the field. And uh, that's just really good to see. You know, a kid that worked um, super hard to get some playing time his senior year and then did enough where he's getting a walk-on offer at Shepard, um, which is obviously, you know, a great opportunity to potentially earn some snaps there down the line and, uh, you know, play for a really good football team in this area. So, yeah, it's really cool to see. So congrats to all three of them. Certainly wishing them the best of luck and looking forward to seeing how uh, Grantham and Bajan's careers play out at Shepard um, over the next few years. Yeah, and uh, I believe that makes it, if my math is correct, eight players on the 2022 team uh, to go play at the next level as we had Cam Schaus, the early uh, player that signed back in December to be a preferred walk-on at WVU, then four uh, on National Signing Day, and then the three here uh, that happened yesterday. So, you know, eight guys from that team uh, of of a big group of seniors. And, you know, Coach Sherman said there could be a couple more. Avion Blackwood would be a name to come to mind that could be a guy that has, has I've seen, I have seen on Twitter that he's gotten some offers. Yeah, we expect him just to be waiting because we know not only is he a tremendous football player, but uh, on the basketball court, and we'll get to see him tonight too, uh, he shines and could be somebody that could play maybe both or just have to choose uh, one or the other collegiately, so that explains why he's waiting. But there's a lot of talent that's still left uh, throughout the roster that are seniors from Martinsburg last year. I know uh, Brinkley comes to mind and a few others that you and I were talking about yeah. off the air yesterday, Spencer, that could continue to uh, play football at the next level, no matter what that level is. Yeah, did, uh, did Avion have a Shepard offer? I thought that I he might have had either a walk-on or... believe he's probably got a preferred walk-on. Right. Because at this point, I, I, it's hard to imagine that there's still scholarship offers out there. Yeah, I don't know how many scholarships they would have left. But at this point in time, you do also have the late signing period. So yeah, we'll see if. Plus, you got to see who transfers because there's the transfer portal is not open right now in college athletics. It doesn't open back up until after spring practice. Right. So, you know, some schools, especially at the Division two, II, Division three level, you don't have to commit until the summer. Yeah. Like you don't have to. Like there's no drop dead deadline. But with Division One schools, most of them, unless they're going to sign somebody late due to a transfer out, but usually it's the transfer portal transfer portal in that you'd see after that late signing period. But again, congratulations to those um, three guys yesterday. If anybody else has signed in the area that we haven't gotten to, I believe we've gotten a good amount of them. Uh, just let us know, and we'll talk about it on the show. Um, Girls soccer. Uh, four girls signed in the area yesterday on the West Virginia Soccer uh, 0405 Girls Academy. Um, Washington High School had two players, Lauren Schwartz to Glenville State, Chloe Miller to West Liberty at Martinsburg. Haley Sherman will go stay home and go to Shepard. And then at Hedgesville, uh, Tessa Grizz, Grizzes will go to West Virginia Wesleyan. So soccer players playing at the next level is also huge. Yeah, it's always awesome to see uh, players from any sport. We know basketball, we've seen golf, swimming, uh, soccer, baseball, softball, all go to the next level from this area, and that's just proof of how talented this area is and how much, uh, because of the growth in this area, the talent comes along with it. Yeah, we have a lot of talented athletes in the Eastern Panhandle, so... 
it seems like almost every week or so we we've been talking about you know players or athletes going to school for different things and and there's a ton of them that sometimes we miss some but we try to give at least everybody a shout out if we're able to see it so uh you know definitely cool to see and congrats to those uh girl soccer players yeah congrats to them and once i said if there's any more out there just let us know we'll talk about it on the show let's move on to epac girls hoops from last night uh all spot or all six teams were in action against each other last night in epac girls hoops action spring mills knocked off muscleman 66 to 40 as the lady cardinals improved to 16 and 8 no in the conference and the Lady Appleman fell to 5-9, and 4-4 four and four in the conference. Jefferson beat Washington 43-32. The Lady Cougars improved to 7-10 and 4-4 and four and four in the EPAC, while the Lady Patriots fell to 9-10 and 5-4 and and in the conference. And Martinsburg rolled over Hedgesville 55-12. Lady Bulldogs are now 6-11, and 4-5 and in the EPAC, while the Lady Eagles fell to 2-15 and 0-8 and in the conference. Uh, biggest takeaway, I think, here is that Section two is so undecided. I mean, we said it on the show yesterday. If if Washington beat Jefferson last night, you you would have to think that they would get the number one seed based upon voting. But now it's more up in the air as they're one and one against each other this season. Yeah, I mean, we were all on Washington as really establishing itself. I, I felt like they were maybe starting to figure out what they needed to do to be a dominant team. You know, I was. I was convinced, too, that Washington was going to dominate for the next few years. And then I don't know where the Cougars emerged from the woods and attacked the Patriots, and they just didn't see it coming. And, uh, you know, Jefferson has gotten tougher. You know, they've gotten better, I think, throughout the year. They've been tested now where, you know, they don't uh, have a completely fully healthy roster um they've lost some players due to players you know not working out with the program and now they're playing at a different level than we've seen before and you know it's it's definitely leading to what will be a very uh interesting section because one day you think you know how it's going to play out and then the next day everything turns and it's completely different so i think you know, section two and, and girls hoops is going to be really fun. And then whoever comes out of that section will have to probably face Martinsburg. And I mean, Martinsburg is a wild card too. Sometimes they go out there and they, they're able to beat those teams and sometimes they lose a close one and sometimes they get blown out, you know? So there's really no way to figure things out and we should just maybe just stop trying to guess and, and just let it play out. But I mean, then we wouldn't really have much to talk about. Yeah. Exactly. That makes it no fun. But I like the uh, picture that you're putting into our heads right now of the uh, Cougars in the woods coming out yeah. and attacking the Patriots, and they didn't see it coming. But both of those teams in the woods have to look up because at any time from those trees in the woods, the Appleman could come down and strike. Well, that's true, yeah. This team. I thought you were going to say an eagle. It, it's wide open. They're not in that section. It, it is wide open in the section, it seems like, even though. We saw two nights ago Washington dominate Martinsburg, and maybe that could have been a reason why Washington kind of didn't perform last night against Jefferson. Maybe there was a little bit of fatigue having to play back-to-back, but now that those two teams have split, I still think, uh, if I remember correctly, both Jefferson 
and Washington still have one game to go against Musselman each, if I remember correctly. might be wrong, but it's really tough to figure out how you want to rank these teams and I, believe, I don't want to be a coach right now. I believe all these teams figure have that out. And, two games left against each other except one uh the Lady Bulldogs have one game left and the Lady Patriots have one game left. Everyone else is is uh has two more games left. Their games in the conference equal to eight. So so It'll definitely be interesting over the final week of the season, which is next week. We'll have Spring Mills-Hedgesville, a pre-done matchup that we already selected at the beginning of the season. Um, will be our final girls game of the regular season, and then we'll have most likely Section 1 um, sectionals in the semifinal and the final, and then most likely Region 1 championship, or the Region 1 championship on this side of the county. Or on this side, on the in the Ber- in Berkeley County is probably where we're going to go with things. Uh, but uh, let's move on to the boys' side tonight. We've got EPAC Boys Hoops on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 WRNR TV on YouTube. Martinsburg host Hedgesville pregame at seven, tip off at around seven thirty. The other games for you: Musselman hosts Spring Mills and Jefferson hosts Washington. Washington. So it's an all EPAC night here as thing as the regular season begins to wind down for all these teams, guys. Yeah, and uh, with the game we have here tonight, you know, Hedgesville taking on Martinsburg, uh, it was kind of a disappointing game last time these two two last time these two teams got together because you know last year all, most of the games were, or the three games were all pretty close and competitive and it really didn't have that flow or intensity to it last time out. So we'll see if uh, this time we get that you know intense tough game that comes down to the wire or if Hedgesville's just going to roll out and, and dominate Martinsburg again and I don't know how to feel about this Martinsburg team it does seem like they play up to their level of competition but last time they played Hedgesville they just didn't have anything going their way so um, I think it could still be you know a pretty close game tonight because we've seen Martinsburg for the most part challenge against some of the top teams in the EPAC but if they do challenge then I think it will be interesting to see if they're able to execute down the stretch and pull off an upset uh for Hedgesville you know they they just got upset last Friday by Musselman so I mean they're trying to avoid something like that happening again because if they want to make their argument for uh the number one team in section one they need a win against Martinsburg if you fall to Martinsburg and Musselman and Spring Mills sweeps both of those teams I can't imagine uh, Coach Basile and Coach Rogers putting Hedgesville above I'm sorry well everybody votes right all 16 yeah yes yeah so I can't imagine Coach Basile and Coach Rogers putting a Hedgesville above Spring Mills because I don't think you'd really yeah. have an argument for it. Yeah, that, I, that's I a great point. Even if Hedgesville were to beat Spring Mills later in the year. All right, anything else in this segment, guys? Any other thoughts on these games overall? Looking forward to it tonight. I, I hope Martinsburg can keep it competitive, but the way we saw them play, even though they got the win against Washington, and I, I feel like Hedgesville is awake after being upset by Musselman and uh, controls tonight. And then Musselman Spring Mills tonight. That's, that's going to be an interesting one. If yeah. Musselman can knock off another team in the EPAC that we don't expect them to, it's about to be a wild finish. All right, well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. If Gerald can hit the playlist cog up, that would be pretty cool right now. 
segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Parsons, we'll be back after this two-minute break. We'll talk, uh, I guess we'll talk Shepherd Hoops tomorrow as well as WV Hoops, which the WV action you can hear right here on Talk Radio WRNR and Back in two minutes. For new car dealerships and for used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Catch the excitement of high school basketball on talk radio, WRNR, and TV 10, featuring the Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference. Barclay's got the steal all by himself. He'll go up for the two-handed slam dunk. All six EPAC schools, regular season and postseason, live here. Now for the Clark from three, and that's for the Clay Clark nails it. To start the fourth quarter for Musselman, Slick now driving oh, the right God. side, and it is rejected by foul. Your home for local sports is right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. To this day when I hear that song I see you standing there on that lawn. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio, the WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you, produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright, as we talk Shepherd Hoops and then WVU Hoops, both in action tomorrow. Shepherd Women's Hoops will be in action tomorrow at 1 p.m. at the Butcher Center. So you head down there, watch them, try to get their second win of the season. They'll be facing off against Bloomsburg and... Uh, momentum coming off their first win of the season could definitely be something to help them and and maybe at least contend in all the rest of their games this season because we know it's hard it's going to be hard for them to probably win out because they're going to face some really good teams uh but just the pure fact that they're in these that they could be in these games the rest of the season is definitely going to help the program moving forward bloomsburg comes in at eight and 13 six and 11 in the conference they're on a two-game losing streak so Maybe Shepard can pull some magic out of the hat. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously Shepard got the confidence from the win uh, the other day. So, you know, you're, you've built a little bit of momentum now if you're the Shepard women's team. But still going to be a, a pretty tough challenge against a better Bloomsburg team. 
um, than what you faced the other night against Mansfield. Uh, for the men's side, they should definitely get a win because I think Bloomsburg's one in twenty. So, uh, and this should be a win for the men, and, and they are kind of stuck right now because there's five teams ahead of them in the standings right now, and they're all very close together, and it's like a three-game lead. So, things should probably shift, you know, among the top five, but it's probably not going to shift for Shepard. Uh, but they just need to keep winning to make sure that they get into the PSAC tournament at this point. I agree. You're saying I, Shepherd I, women? Shepherd men. No, okay. Men. Well, we, we talked were, about both. Yeah. So for for the women, I'd, I'd love to see them win, especially after gaining the confidence of finally getting the first win. But as we said during that first win, if they're going to win at all this year, it was that game, and I, I still feel like that's the case. That's the only game that we saw them winning, so I don't think even with the confidence that they have now, I see them winning tonight or any other game. So, unfortunately, don't think they're going to do so uh, tomorrow against Bloomsburg, even though it'd be awesome to see them put back-to-back wins together after a 0-21 start. But realistically, I feel like Bloomsburg will get it done, and then on the men's side, it should be a, another dominating game for Shepard. I like the way that they dominated when we got to see him Wednesday and against a weaker opponent in Bloomsburg. I think they should be able to do the same. Yeah, that's a great point here as we uh, will transition over to WVU Hoops. They'll be on uh, tomorrow on radio at 11 a.m. for the pregame coverage and at noon tip-off against number 5 Texas. It'll be an early game over in Texas. Uh, but facing number 5 Texas honestly probably doesn't fear them that much because of the way that they've been playing i agree it doesn't fear them they've been playing great but they've been playing great at home they've really struggled on the road yes they just knocked off number 11 iowa state but texas is a different team a better team arguably even though earlier in the week it was iowa state that had a better conference record than Texas, but it's going to be tough. I feel like Texas is going to win, even though I'd love to see WVU win and have this outstanding week of beating number 11, followed by number 5, and then getting to come back home against Baylor, another ranked team on Monday, and maybe potentially knocking them off. But I'd be content with a 2-1 and one record for WVU out of those three teams. But if they could go 3-0, great. They've been limiting turnovers again. That's something that I mentioned when they played Iowa State. It was that they needed to limit turnovers. Iowa State averaged uh, forcing turnovers on their opponents at 18. WV only had 11. So if they can do that maybe against Texas, they'll compete. And if Stevenson performs tremendously, they get the win. But it's going to be very, very tough. It was an eight-point game last time in favor of the Longhorns. But like you said, Colin, you know, going on the road is very tough for WVU especially in the Big 12, uh, when you do have you know quite the distance to travel for most of your games. Um, but it is something that they've obviously had to grow accustomed to over the past decade or so that they've been in the conference. So, uh, you know, Texas is definitely going to be a tough place to play. But like we've said before, it is kind of a winnable game because it's been a weird season for Texas, but they've shown to – still find ways to win despite all the stuff that's been going around the Texas program. So 
my pick would be the Longhorns, but I think WVU can at least make it close. And if they continue to you know, play the way they have been playing, maybe they find a way to pull off another upset. I think it'd be you get that win, you pretty much punch your ticket to March Madness if you're able to, you know, beat the teams you should beat from here on out. But if not, then I don't know if the Mountaineers will be dancing in March. That will definitely be the topic of discussion on the program over the next few weeks. Will they be dancing in March? Look at some other games in college basketball this weekend. We'll start tonight, 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1, number 13, Xavier at number, or at unranked Butler. Xavier favored by 7. That could be a good matchup tonight as maybe uh, look to upset a, a top 15 team. Uh, number 10, Marquette at Georgetown. Number 20, Providence at St. John's tomorrow. Number 22, NC State at Boston College. Nine, Number 9, Kansas at Oklahoma. That could be a potential upset. You never know how things work out when it's Big 12. I mean, we've seen where West Virginia was and where they are now. Anything can happen on any given game uh, for people for teams in the Big 12. Really intriguing game tomorrow, the battle for Alabama uh, at 2 p.m. on ESPN. Number three, all, or number 3, Alabama at Auburn unranked. And then we have a ranked matchup, number 23, Creighton hosting number 21, UConn. Uh, Duke at number 8, Virginia. Duke unranked. Really weird to see for a Duke program. Uh, then back into the Big 12, number 14, Baylor at number 17, TCU. Um, unranked Missouri at number 6, Tennessee. Oklahoma State at number 11, Iowa State. Uh, 18, Indiana at Michigan. A lot of games this weekend. Number 4, Arizona at Stanford. Number 7, UCLA at Oregon. BYU at number 16, Gonzaga. A lot of interesting games. What would be your favorite game to pick this weekend? The Super Bowl. Yeah. I meant in college (laughs) basketball. We'll get to the Super Bowl. I'm not really that interested in talking about regular season college basketball, but... What would be the most intriguing game of all those WVU matchups? Texas. Yeah. There's honestly not many others. Probably that Baylor that really game. Intrigue me. Um, yeah. Just because it's two ranked teams in the Big 12, so should be good basketball. But for what we are talking about on the show, probably WVU Texas. All right. Well, that will do it for this sixth segment of the Sports Mix. On Talk Rated WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hackwell's Away. Go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, we will begin our NFL talk for the day as uh, we'll talk NFL honors from last night, the awards. We'll, give our, we'll preview the Super Bowl and predictions, and then the final segment will give our uh, parlay and prop bet challenge. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
WV Medicine is pleased to announce the relocation of our Berkeley Medical Center outpatient rehabilitation services to 1002 Tavern Road. This move gives Martinsburg Physical Therapy and Rehabilitation more room, more convenient parking, and a covered drive-up drop-off area. WV Medicine will continue to offer physical, occupational, and speech adult and pediatric patients, as well as specialized services. For more info on this new location and services provided there, call 304-1214. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. On the Sports Mix, you'll hear interviews with prestigious guests. Since you had that reunion, do you have a favorite memory from that season or maybe a funny story you'd like to share with our audience? John Madden, the late, great John Madden, came out to our practice on, like, Thursday. He turned to those guys and he said, this game ain't going to be close. These guys are going to kill Buffalo. Tune into the Sports Mix weekdays from 12 to 1 on Talk Radio WRNR, FM 106.5, AM 740, TV 10, and streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR, 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. We'll now talk the NFL honors from last night. It was a great moment. Uh, I'm assuming you guys did not watch it. No, I did not. Are you referring to? Uh, the moment where uh, DeMar Hamlin and, his, and the training staff and medical people came out on the stage. It was a pretty cool. poignant, I did not see that. It was a very poignant moment. Um, of the NFL honors last night, and I just think that goes to show. And I want to find a quote for him last night. He said, the fight is not over. Um, I'm ready to fight or something. So I don't want to misquote him here. Uh, let's see if we can maybe pull up his speech here. It's only a minute long. But uh, overall, what do you guys think about the awards? I mean, we were kind of spot on in our awards, uh, what we said prediction-wise a few weeks back. Yeah, I think the only really maybe controversial one would probably be Offensive Rookie of the Year. You can make an argument uh, for the Seahawks running back, uh, Kenneth Walker, over Garrett Wilson, but it was very close between those two. So other than that one, I'm not really surprised by any of these. Um, They all make sense to me. Coach of the Year, again, maybe you can make the argument for Shanahan. I tried to make that argument on the show because I felt like he lost two quarterbacks and then eventually got to a third, and that third quarterback was undefeated as the starter in the regular season. Obviously, uh, the voting was done at the regular season, but uh, he did make the NFC Championship with a third-string quarterback. I think that's pretty impressive. But I think the way the Giants turned around may be more impressive there. Th- those were the only two where I would argue for somebody else potentially. Other than that, though, I'm, I'm pretty much in complete agreement uh, and Jalen Hurts probably would have been MVP if he didn't get hurt, but him getting hurt, missing a few games, really allowed Pat Mahomes to take that award. Yeah, and if uh, Hurts wanted 
wants to prove that it was should have been his award. Go out there Sunday and ball out and beat Mahomes, right? And win the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. So the more important award. Which is yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl yeah. MVP for sure I mean, is a more important the award. Yeah. yeah, that is very so you true. You got the ring. All right, but here's there have been the, some bums to win Super Bowl MVP. Here's the speech last night. It starts out with uh, Jim Kelly's on stage along with, I believe, an actress, and they're, they're talking about what kind of the last month month has meant to the world and seeing something like this happen, and then it goes into his speech. Pleased to welcome to the stage from the Buffalo Bills, number three, three. At this point, they have all the healthcare workers, the trainers on the stage behind him. And uh, it's a great moment to see him walking normally and going up there. First, I would like to just thank God for even being here. Every day, I am amazed that my experiences could encourage so many others across the country and even across the world. Encourage to pray, encourage to spread love, and encourage to keep fighting no matter the circumstances. Sudden cardiac arrest was nothing I would have ever chosen to be a part of my story, but that's because sometimes our own visions are too small, even when we think we are seeing the bigger picture. My vision was about playing in the NFL and being the best player that I could be. But God's plan was to have a purpose greater than any game in this world. That was really all his speech there, but those words mean so much coming from the man that we didn't know was there. Yeah, and uh, obviously, you know, a very touching moment there to see DeMar Hamlin back and just it's been, you know, a crazy story. I don't know if he'll ever get a chance to play football again, but... The fact that he's alive is the more important thing, and he can still, uh, you know, do a great function. Yeah, still function and, and do a lot of great things, uh, even if it's outside of football. Um, so, you know, just just good to see, and uh, hopeful he can play again because I'm sure that's what he wants to do. But if not, you know, he he can still make a great impact, which I think was kind of what he was trying to say there is. Uh, I didn't plan on this ever happening, but if I do, you know, not if I'm not able to play, I can still make an impact in my life. And I think that that's something really important that people should take away is if things don't work out the way you necessarily plan them to doesn't mean that uh, you failed or anything like that. You can just move on and, and do something else or, or whatever you want to take from it. But uh, definitely, you know, cool to see. What was also cool to see is Danny Kellington. He's the head trainer, I believe, for the Buffalo Bills, or the one that was there. I don't know if he's the head trainer. He's assistant athletic trainer for the Buffalo Bills. He received an MVP vote. So when they posted yeah. the list, he received one vote. I'm assuming maybe it was a Buffalo sports writer that voted for him. I don't know, but I remember when that came out, and it was a great ge- gesture, uh, and last night was as well, and great moment all around, even though didn't get the 
witness it or really hear about it until now because uh, social media didn't find that part. I found all the other, I guess, more funny and laughable moments or the award moments, but that one for some reason didn't pop up on my timeline, which not sure why. Because I feel like that's a better moment than the you need that a better timeline, Colin. Yeah, yeah, it came up on I, my timeline. What was it? George Kittle basically singing and having a good time. Everybody but. sang last night. Kirk Cousins yeah. sang. Uh, somebody else sang too. Uh, but nonetheless, the awards last night. The MVP goes to Pat Mahomes, Brian Dable, the Coach of the Year. WVU's own Geno Smith, the Comeback Player of the Year. Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year. Nick Bosa is the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the Jets swept the Rookie of the Year awards. Garrett Wilson, the receiver, and Sauce Gardner, the corner. Assistant Coach of the Year, not surprised at all, goes to D'Amico Ryans, who's now the Texans head coach. And then kind of the most important award here uh, is the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, and it goes to Dak Prescott, which great to see him win that award for everything that he's battled and that he's done over the past few years. And that's the most prestigious award in the NFL. Yeah, Dak Prescott has done a lot. He's been through a lot. So, um, always seemed like a good guy and a root for him as a person. All right, let's move on to the Super Bowl this Sunday. You can tune into coverage from Westwood One beginning at 2 p.m. It'll be a lengthy uh, pregame show. Let me look see if it's going to pull me up. Let me see where it is. Super Bowl info. Okay. At 2 p.m., the Super Bowl preview. It's the Super Bowl edition of NFL preview will air. Then at 3 p.m., Super Bowl Insider, the Super Bowl edition of NFL Insider. At 4 p.m., the Super Sunday pregame show, one-hour pregame show, will air. And at 5 p.m., the game broadcast will begin with kickoff slated for 6.30. Uh, I'm just going to make my pick here right now. Here, Excuse me. Right now right here right now and it's going to be the chiefs i don't really have a score but i think they're going to win uh under 10 points i'm going with the chiefs as well but it is a tough pick because i think there's a lot of things that you can make the argument for the eagles they've arguably been the best team in the nfl all season patrick mahomes we don't know how healthy he's going to be um so you know, you never know he could get re-injured, but anybody could get injured in the game, which would change the outcome. Um, but I think the Chiefs having the Super Bowl experience, this is their third trip in this era. They have the veteran coach and Andy Reid. I think all that plays a big factor in a game like this. Uh, while I like this Eagles team a lot, I think the Chiefs will win it. And we have the over, right, Colin? We, we decided to take the over 50 and a half, so I better take the over here in my picks. I'll go... Uh, we didn't add that, actually. Uh, well, we were we leaning can. toward it yeah. as a mindset. So, 27-24, which would put us just over at 51. All right, there you go, Colin. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. I, I'm going with the fact that the Chiefs have the experience over the past few years, but... I wouldn't be surprised either way. This, I feel like, is going to be a great Super Bowl. Both teams are evenly matched. And even though Mahomes is hurt and we don't know how hurt he still is or how he's going to be able to perform, we said the same thing against the Bengals and he still was able to get the job done. So I think the Chiefs are going to win. And I'm going to say it's also the over and I'm going to go with a uh, 31-28 final score. Chiefs beat the 
Eagles. I'm I'm excited for this one. Both teams have been tremendous to watch throughout the entire season, and even though I think it could go either way, I got to go with the experience and trust Mahomes. All right, Gerald, you got a prediction? I'm going with the Eagles. I think their defense is going to be a little bit too much for Kansas City. All right, before we hit the break, the NFL announced the 2023 class for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It was revealed last night. Uh, Rondé Barber, Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Don Coryell, coach and contributor Chuck Howley, senior member that goes in Joe Klecko and Ken Riley. Chuck Howley, do you know the the or reason? Mountaineer. Yeah, Mountaineer. I believe he's the, he played like six different sports or something. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's not going to be done ever again. Yeah. But John, Congrats. John yeah, said, shame on me for not saying it. And uh, that was that was what I was going to hit right before we hit the break, before we go into our betting Thanks for segment. tuning in, John. And but thanks for tuning in. It was, it was right there in my head. I was like, we need to talk about the Hall of Fame. Uh, so the we knew when the member or when the semifinalists came out. Do we remember that? They were the finalists? Do you guys remember that? Yeah, at some point. I mean, uh, the modern era, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé yeah. Barber, Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Sam Mills. Uh, I know that's is that the wrong one. Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Albert Lewis, Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. I think Devin Hester was snubbed. Yeah, I mean, there's that argument, right? Special teams, guys, where do you put them for Hall of Fame standards? But he is the best return man of all time, so being the best at your position should get you in eventually. But maybe not quite yet for Devin Hester. I don't know. I think this might be his first year at eligibility. Nope, last year it was. Okay, so it might be you know next year for him. And it's tough to get receivers. Wayne should definitely get in at some point. Uh, but also, I, I kind of felt like they let too many guys in a few years ago when they had the 100 years of the NFL and they started putting like everybody into the Hall of Fame. So this year's class, there's not a whole lot of excitement for me personally besides the uh, first guys eligible. Yeah. It's like Rondé Barber. He's good, but is he great? And it's like the baseball Hall of Fame. I don't know, man. Joe Thomas gets in. Joe I mean, Thomas definitely. Darrell I think Reed he deserves. Yeah. He deserves everything he gets. He had to deal with what he had to deal with, and he stayed true to the team that drafted him until the he Browns, retired. You mean to just come out and say it? He yeah, I mean he stayed Browns. true to the Browns. I think that yeah, that's no, something big to, to do. Is to be in the he played his whole career with the Browns, with yeah. the Browns and had played for or played in front of 12, 15 quarterbacks or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, that's just, a you know, that des- deservedly so. He was a first-year um, person. Darrell Rivas also gets in as a first-year person. Dwight Freeney is the only first-year member to not – or first-year uh, finalist to not get in. But, I mean, we got a backlog of receivers here, right? We got – technically, you put Devin Hester as a receiver and though he's a kick returner. Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne. That's a lot of guys that's got that's yeah. to go in. I don't know about Holt and Johnson. Didn't score enough touchdowns for me. Yeah. But I'm just saying of the finalists. Reggie Wayne. No receiver made it. Yeah. I, I'm surprised Wayne hasn't gotten in yet. But I'm surprised Jared Allen doesn't either. Sack machine. True. Yeah. But again, how long was his prime? It was only yeah. for a little bit. So it, it's tough. I mean, 
Dwight Freeney had one of the most unstoppable moves, the spin move. Nobody can really replicate it the way he was able to do that. There's a good argument that he's a Hall of Famer right there, and he didn't get in. So, I mean, you know, it's it's definitely tough. But I, I think overall, it's a decent class. All right, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. When we get back, we'll talk about our parlay that we made here, uh, including Rob, but uh, the intern decided not to join us. So, hey, it is what it is. But then we'll talk about our prop bet challenge that Nick printed out this morning that we're going to do. After this two-minute break, you're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs. We can handle anything. From small business cards to wrapping large vehicles, our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're passionate about. Envision. Create. And bring your ideas to life with Panhandle Printing and Design. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. As we uh, wrap wrap up this edition of the Sports Mix, we'll uh, talk our station parlay, which I guess this year doesn't include the mogul as he's down in Charleston. uh, He's missing out. Yeah, and it does not include... Gerald Wright, who our intern didn't want to, it's okay. Decided yeah. to back out last <laughs> bless minute. You, bless, bless you. I think we're all getting sick up in here now. I think that was just like 
some stuff. At least you weren't on TV. It could have been much worse yeah. if you were. <laughs> Gerald puts me on. Yeah, come on, yeah, Gerald. You can't be doing that. All right, our parlay. Uh, Colin, just read it. out the parlay. See yep. how much money we put in each and then so how much we can win. Just five bucks each, so 20 bucks in total. It's of the four bet legs of plus 19 Hundred, so we could win four hundred bucks. Split a hundred bucks each. That'd be awesome. But uh, first one is Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs over seventy nine and a half yards. I believe that's Rob's part. Followed by AJ Brown anytime touchdown, which is Nick's part. My part was the Kansas City Chiefs over two and a half touchdowns in total in the game. And then Spencer, your part is Travis Kelsey having. Over one and a half touchdowns, so he needs two or more. Yeah. Which I, I think is doable. It is. Um, last year we were pretty close. I think we hit like three out of the five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's that what that it was. Sounds I can't about remember right. which so, one's missed. But. We were so freaking close, I remember it. But, but then it didn't happen. Yeah. I think we had like the over and some other stuff. But, um, yeah. I don't know what else to say about about that part of the parlay, but hopefully it hits. And if you want to join us, you know, ro- do ride our bet. bet. Yeah. If not, give us your bets in the comments. We'll ride your bet. Maybe. There you go. But give us your money to ride your bet. Nah. Maybe All we'll right. give it back. Throw covers at covers on Twitter put out their prop sheet um, for the party prop betting sheet. Uh, we'll start through one through ten. Length of national anthem in sec in seconds over one hundred and twenty one point five. Under one hundred twenty one point five. I've got the over because it's Chris Stapleton and he's a very in depth singer. I also have the over. I have the over. I was doing some research. These country people they like to really drag it out. America. Yeah, but he so also very much so drags out his music. Two uh, one. It needs to be over. I, I feel like that's easy. Yeah. All right, uh, length, or will the coin toss be heads or tails? I've got heads. Tails. Feeling heads. Did Gerald do this? No, nah, but I'll answer. I'll just say heads. All right, the first offensive play will be a run or a pass attempt. I've got run. Run. I'm feeling a pass. If the Chiefs have the ball first, I think they throw it. So All right, which team pass. will score first? I've got the Chiefs. He asked Gerald if he no, sorry. got the Eagles. He doesn't say pass. All right, uh, which team will score first? Uh, rapid fire round, Chiefs. Eagles. Chiefs. Eagles. Uh, the first turnover of the game will be a fumble, interception, or turnover on downs. I'd say interception. Turnover on downs. Yeah, I think somebody goes for it on fourth down and turns it over on downs. Gerald? I'm say, uh, turnover, yeah. Interception. All right, which team will commit the first accepted penalty of the game? I've got the Chiefs. Chiefs. Go with the Eagles. They commit slightly more penalties than the Chiefs have this season. i say the Eagles. All right, first team to get to 10 points, I've got the Chiefs. 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 Kansas City. All right, will either team score during the last two minutes of the first half? I say no. Yes. No. All right, which song will be performed at the halftime? I said yes, at the same time of you. That's why I didn't hear it. What song will be performed at the first – will be the first song performed at the halftime show by Rihanna? Umbrella, We Found Love, Where Have You Been, What's My Name, or Other. I put Other, Don't Stop the Music. I went with What's My Name. Uh, I'm going with other as well. I'm going with Disturbia. All right, rapid fire. You got one? Where have I been? All right, uh, will anyone accompany her on stage? I say yes. Yes. Jay-Z. 
How many songs will be done during the show? I say over nine and a half. Sure. Under. Over. Total number of players to attempt to pass. The over two and a half or under two and a half? I've got over. Under. Under. Over. over. All right. Who will be the who will have more passing yards? Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, or other? Patty Mahomes. All right. Who will have more rushing yards? I've got Jalen Hurts. Sanders. Miles Sanders, but Miles I don't feel Sanders. great about it. More receiving yards. I've got Kelsey. 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 All right. Color of the liquid poured on the winning head coach. I've got blue. Red, blue, yellow. All right. Well, either team scored during the last two minutes of the game. I've got yes, yes. All right. Who wins the game? Just say rap. Nick, what do you got? We got nine seconds left. All right. I've got the Chiefs winning the game. All right. That'll over. All right. That will do it for this edition of the Sportsmix. We'll be back for Monday for more. (laughs) 